speak truth and speak facts into your situation, even though they may not be what you feel, but they are what you know to be true. Welcome to the Grow Time Business Devo, where we explore biblical principles for living a high performance and a God-honoring life. My name is Kenneth Ott, and, um, and today I wanted to talk about um, Psalm 46. This was my Devo for this morning, and it's a powerful one. This is, this is a psalm that in my Bible I've actually labeled as an incantation of absolute courage. An incantation is something that um, you kind of do to, some, some would call it prime how you think. It's things that you say to make you feel and act and energize yourself in a certain way that really conditions you, right? Gets you ready to go. Your words have power. We know that we can uh, see that in a lot of circumstances. And I talk about that a lot. Your words have a lot of power. And we actually, I have a few devos where actually the Bible talks about how powerful your words are, how powerful the tongue is. So your words have power. They have power to help you or they have power to hurt you. They have power to change how you feel and about a situation, how you act inside of a situation. And, and so an incantation is this idea of saying something that makes you feel a certain way, even though you may not feel that way, right? To help change your feelings and how you act and your, and your physique. Um, and so for me, I labeled this psalm an incantation of absolute courage. And that's just my label. But I'm going to read it really quickly. And I think it's, I think it's really powerful. Um, I'm going to skip some verses, but I'll, I'll, I'll start here at the beginning. So verse one, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling. I'm going to skip a little bit and then I'm going to go to verse seven. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Now, we know in ancient times, there were a lot of wars and there are a lot of really difficult situations, a lot more difficult than most, most of us experience on a daily basis. And what's, what's uh, always interesting is perspective for me. Um, and so, as I've mentioned, I, I, I run various businesses. And, uh, and at times, there are really challenging circumstances. There may be someone that's upset at you. There may be... Um, uh, even harder circumstances like bankruptcies or legal issues or 
who knows what, right? When you're in business, all these sort of things happen. You know, sometimes things are just not going well. Sometimes um, it's hard to pay, you know, you know, there may be a downturn in sales. A new, a new competitor may come in and steal a bunch of your, your business. You may have some disappointing, discouraging thing happen, right? That's just in business. In life, all sorts of things happen as well. What always is, is fascinating to me is perspective. And so um, I have, my, my, my wife's family is actually from another country originally. Like they moved over here and started a business from scratch. They didn't even speak the language, didn't have any money. And they did really, really hard things. And, in the, and they came here for uh, actually freedom, religious freedom. And so there was persecution happening in that country. And, uh, and it was really hard and really bad. And I say that to say, sometimes I'll be struggling in a situation. And this is not to downplay anyone's situations, right? But sometimes I'll be struggling in a situation, right? Where it's actually weighing really hard on me. And I might talk to my father-in-law and then he may, um, you know, or I may not even bring it up. I mean, this is probably better. But I'll just be aware of the perspective because as he talks about things, the things that were really hard or the, that I feel like are really hard are, are easy compared to the things that he went through, um, especially in the country he came from and even here. And so, there, his, and so when he run, runs through these, these same issues that I may have, because he runs a business as well, he's not even phased because his perspective is different. I say that because you know, when we look back in the context of when these Psalms and the Bible was written, there were really challenging times in, for many of us, especially in Western culture, way more challenging times than we ever come into contact with, right? Are other nations storming our castle walls? Are we getting hunted in the wilderness? No, most likely not. That doesn't mean that there's not really difficult situations and that everyone's situation whatever your challenge is and whatever you're walking through, whatever the battle that you're in is not hard. And, uh, and it's not downplaying that, but it is just what I wanted to call attention to is the perspective. Okay. This perspective actually helps to balance us when we go through challenging situations. So this is written most likely in a time where something really challenging and bad was happen, happening. Maybe they were getting invaded. And I didn't go into the, the context of when this Psalm was written. And I'm, as I've mentioned before, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a theologian. I'm an entrepreneur business owner who happens to be a God follower, a Christian. And I glean a lot of value out of this, this book right here and being a Christian and and, um, and so I don't know the context of this, but I know bad things happened back then more than I can experience in my time here. Who knows what was happening, right? Um, maybe, maybe they were getting attacked. And, uh, and so here's what I think is really valuable. I'm going to bring out maybe three or four key points. First one is this. I called this at the beginning, I called this an incantation of absolute courage. That's my label. And this, the beginning starts like this. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. The person writing this may have been very scared. They were likely fearful. Maybe they were fearing for their life. 
but they wrote the words that they didn't feel most likely. They're writing these words to make themselves, to point to a fact that they know is a fact, but they don't feel. Okay. And when we're going through challenges, I think we can use this same technique. Speak truth and speak facts into your situation, even though they may not be what you feel, but they are what you know to be true. They say, is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. It's, a, it's speaking what, what he may not feel or what she may not feel into the future of the situation. Okay, just by doing that, you change how you feel about the situation. You change your perspective on that situation just by speaking words of empowerment and truth. Okay, and sometimes when we don't feel a certain way, we need to speak the truth and the fact that we know to be true so that we begin to feel the thing that we don't feel right now so that we can go through the challenge that we're actually trying, that we have to have to go through. I've had some challenging circumstances in, in business and there were times when I was very scared. Now, um, maybe in perspective, that was not something to be fearful of. Okay, but there were times, you know, uh, maybe especially compared to other circumstances. But for me, I was very fearful. I was afraid. And this has happened many times. It really is a matter of perspective. But in those times, I remember being coached around that topic, around the situation, and being told, you must look objectively at what the facts of the situation are, okay? What is right? What is actually happening? You must look at the facts and speak that into the feeling that you have because the feeling isn't a fact. It's just, just a feeling and it changes based on how you think about the thing, okay? So I had the note here that's, that you should speak the future the future you want, you should speak it into existence. I'd written down no matter what, dot, dot, dot. We will not fear. I think if you take nothing away other than that, um, that's something that I, I use on a regular basis with whatever kind of challenge is going on. I take the decision or I, I, I take hold of the fact that I have a decision on whether or not I can, or how I can feel, whether I will fear or whether I will be brave and courageous because of the facts that I know. That's the first thing. How you speak influences your results. I'm going to skip down now to verse seven. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord. Again, he speaks, and this happens several, several, several times here. The person speaks something that they may not feel as if it were, right? Is with us, is our refuge. They may not feel that. 
They may not feel the presence. They may not feel like he's with us or that he's our refuge right now. May not feel that way. So he speaks it into existence. And then it says, come behold the works of the Lord. So the second point I want to make here is in order, I actually, um, I have a little technique that I do and I actually have my kids do as well. It's called a wins journal, or you can call it a God journal or a prayer journal or a miracle journal. Um, but what you what they do right here is come behold the works of the Lord. He's pointing back and remembering all the times that God showed up in past circumstances. And that, when you do that, that helps bolster your confidence in this current challenge that you're in, right? Remembering all those times. To assist in that, it can be helpful to write down when good things happen, when God shows up, when you win something, right? It doesn't have to be supernatural. It can just be um, a win that you get, right? And if you're like me, if you're a believer, you believe that that's all through Christ. It's all through God, God's power through you, right? That is God showing up. When you win at something, that's God showing up. There may be times when something turns around that you wouldn't have expected to turn around and God shows up. It can be, I would encourage you to write down the most minor things. And even, of course, really major ones. But keep a wins journal, right? Keep things that you can reference back when you're not feeling confident, when you don't believe, or when you don't have the feeling of the belief that you need in order to get through this thing. You want to be able to point back at times when you've won in the past, when God showed up in the past. And, uh, and I believe that's what the psalmist is saying right here. Come behold the works of the Lord. And then he goes on, he makes wars cease to, to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. He's speaking to God's absolute strength and he's giving words and really clear visuals to what God can do, what God does, the power that he has, because that's the person, that's the power that's on your side through this. And again, it's speaking into existence what you may not feel. And that may be like, that may seem like a, like a weird concept and one that's even somewhat cliche, right? It's not, I'm not saying that words are, you know, magically appear into existence, but I am saying that words have a lot more power than you think. And they kind of, you could, I won't go on a tangent, but when they're said with enough conviction, they actually do come, quote, magically into existence. What you say is more likely to happen. And so bolstering your confidence with facts and truth. And then verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. That's a popular verse. And, um, and what I wrote down here, and I think it's important, 
when you're in a challenge, when you're in a really challenging circumstance, you need to pause because you might be in a chaos mode, right? And no good decisions come out of chaos. No good decisions come out of a, a, a fear mindset when you're, when you're in crisis. Deci- good decisions don't come out of that. And so I have this practice of, of when, when something challenging happens, especially when, when an emergency happens, you pause, right? For even just a split second, you need to gather and calm down your fight or flight mode and think about actually what you're going to do. It takes, it's, it's a muscle. It takes a lot of discipline. Um, the Navy SEALs have this, this saying, which is slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And it's this idea that being careful and calculated and slow to start, slow at the beginning, is actually the fastest way to operate in the most successful way. And Navy SEALs operate in, in the most intense environments, right? Be still and know that I'm God. Pause for a second. Pause and think and see the facts. And so you need to pause and you need to tell you, see all these, these facts about, about what is true in your circumstance. I will be exalted in the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Again, speaking what will happen in the future as if it were right now, because it likely is right now. You just don't see it. And so that was that. that, uh, that that's, that's the third, the third little piece I had here. And I'll just end on, on this idea. You know, we all go through varying levels of challenging circumstances. And my pastor often tells me, a bad thing is a bad thing. It doesn't matter if it's less of a bad thing than another bad thing. A bad thing is bad and, and, and it's okay to acknowledge that. Okay, but then we have the opportunity and I'm kind of extrapolating this, but we have the opportunity to, to change how we, we can control how we think about that bad thing. Okay, and that gives us a lot more. It takes our control back when we realize that we can control how we think about the bad thing because how we think about the bad thing changes how we feel about the bad thing or good thing, right? It doesn't matter the circumstance. And how we feel about that thing will actually directly influence the results that we get, the, the, the thing that, that comes out of it. And so some circumstances are clearly worse than others, but bad circumstances are bad. And I don't, we shouldn't minimize something, one person's circumstance because it's less bad than another's. They're all bad, but there are different levels. How we think about the bad thing is the critical thing. And I, I just sort of was thinking as, as we look at challenging circumstances in our lives, the, the best way to understand how God operates is, is really to, to look at how I operate as a father because it's the closest picture 
that I can kind of relate to because God's our father, we're his children and I'm a father. So if you're, you're a father or a mother, you can relate to how you interact with your, with your kids, right? You love your kids like you do anything for them. Now, doing anything for them doesn't mean that or often doesn't mean getting them out of a challenging circumstance, right? Like the challenges are actually how they learn to do certain things, right? If there were no challenges, like I coach a soccer team, I coach all my kids' soccer teams. Oftentimes the hardest thing for, for kids in the, in, as, as they progress through the ages is to figure out um, how to persevere and run and keep pushing and keep working hard and not give up. Even when their body tells them they feel that they should give up, they feel like they can't continue. They feel like they can't run all the way down the field. Um, they feel like they're out of breath. Now there's an extent on past which it is dangerous, but your mind has that threshold way lower than actually the actual danger level. And so it's really our mind that's keeping us there. And so, so oftentimes you have to, the, the, the kids are in a situation where they're learning how to push through being, being really, really tired or f- thinking that they're really, really tired and persevering and working hard and continuing to run and play hard the entire time that they're out there on the field, right? And so that, for, since, and so for some kids, it's, it seems really, really hard, right? It's a hard challenge, but it's the only way you actually increase your endurance level is by pushing up above the limit that you thought you could go. And so, and as a father, like I'm looking at them and I'm saying, okay, like this is hard for them, but if I take them out of it, then, then they're not going to grow in endurance and they're going to think that they can't do something that physically they actually can, right? They're going to think that they can't get to an endurance level that they actually can. And that's going to affect them not just now, but later in life, in all sorts of ways, physically, mentally more than anything, spiritually, right? Like having this idea that I, I can't do that thing and I, then I proved to myself that I can't do that thing because I gave up on that thing. The challenge actually causes them to level up and grow in their endurance. But I'm also looking and saying, if, you know, if the situation gets out of hand, I'm then ready to help them. That, that's the best way for me. And I share that only because challenging circumstances, that's the best way I can think about it, um, how God works with us. We may not think we can go through the challenging circumstance, but the challenging circumstance is the way that we grow. Like it's actually the way that you can, you literally cannot grow without any resistance. Like that's impossible, right? If everything was super easy for you, you wouldn't get better at anything. If business was super easy, right? It was just easy. You wouldn't actually excel at it. And then it actually would come back down, right? So the difficulty, right? So we went through some challenges in our business over the last several years. And they forced us to figure out better ways to do things that are now actually getting us the fruits that I had wanted at the beginning. Okay. But I didn't get those before. 
I wouldn't have gotten those unless the challenging circumstances forced me to figure out those new ways. Um, and I think that's a lot of what challenges are. You know, there's this law in physics called the law of polarity, right? It basically says um, that for every thing, there's an opposite. So every positive, there's a negative. For every side of something, there's another side of something. And, and this law in physics goes throughout physical things and also non-physical things. Everything has a positive and a negative side. And it also says that the positive and the negative are in proportion to each other. So it would, I'm not saying that bad circumstances are good. I'm simply saying that, is it possible that proportionate to the negative side of the circumstance is a positive side of the circumstance? Physics says that that is possible. And maybe we have to adjust our focus and think about it, right? Maybe we need to focus on figuring out what that positive side is and then pushing through it and learning through it. So we, we can actually get the benefit and the growth through the challenge. But let's also not forget that through the challenge, we've got these facts that we can point to, right? We need to speak truth into existence, the truth that we know. And so anyway, that's what I get out of this Psalm today. I hope this was useful to you. Um, and until next time, thanks and never stop growing.